Dropping knowledge bombs all over the state of Alabama. Pew, 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 pew. Druid News Radio, Druid News Radio. Listen to us on Druid News Radio. Welcome to Truett News Radio. It's your weekly dose of gumption and positivity, for whatever that means. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Truett and Brock Murphy, probably the two coolest guys in the world, at least in their minds. Let it rip, fellas. I still say it's not in our mind. Well, it, 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 but we are full of gumption and positivity. Yeah. By the way, we are also the ultimate hype team. Yeah, I loved, I loved that line. Uh, Emmy Baldwin... Uh, it was awesome. And Emmy Baldwin was rocking the stage last night. I did get the chance to go out to uh, Miss Alabama. Uh, we'll talk about You're that a in a second. You're good man for yeah. supporting Well, that. I want to talk more about it, but we haven't even said who we are. Yeah, I'm Tony Truitt, Truitt Insurance and Bonding. i uh, love to help you with your uh, insurance needs for your business or your personal stuff. Uh, give us a shout if we can be of help. Yeah, this is Truett News Radio. I'm Brock Murphy with Brock G. Murphy Law Firm. That sounds familiar, right? That's my name and, and the name of my firm. And we uh, represent small businesses. Yeah, it is. We represent small businesses, do a lot of construction-related stuff, arbitrations, mediations. I can represent you in one, or I can be the arbitrator or the mediator. Love to help you out. But yeah, I was at the Wright Center at Sanford University last night for the Miss Alabama contest. Uh, competition. It goes several different days. Uh, last night was the second to the last one. Finals are tonight. Emmy Baldwin rocked the stage. She had, uh, uh, I, I guess you don't call it the interview portion, but they asked her a question about her philanthropy, and she just knocked that out of the park. And then they don't have swimsuit competitions anymore. Now they do fitness, so they have kind of a, a fitness uh, uh, outfit on, and then and they discuss what they do to kind of uh, keep themselves fit and healthy. And she knocked that out of the park. And Elena Burt, uh, she was on yeah. stage. Uh, Ms. That's another our, another show alum. Yeah, Miss Alabama's team, and of course they're both handled by Amy Cummings and Jared Landers. They have it. Turns out I've learned a little bit about this. There's different sort of th- think about the Birmingham Barons are uh, loosely affiliated with Major League Baseball. Uh, Miss. Jefferson County and Miss Jefferson County's teens are sort of their brand. And so they're one of the 42 people that are involved or the 42 teams or, or contestants that get involved in Miss Alabama. And then on Miss Alabama's team, they're one of the uh, 39, I think, but they, they did a great job. And I got to tell you something that they couldn't have been more gracious in receiving me in uh, after last night inviting me into sort of the family meet and greet afterwards and emmy couldn't have been more gracious wanted to get a picture and, and i was thankful for that we posted it up uh but really pulling for emmy today and and i gotta say there was a whole bunch of talent and a whole bunch of uh, uh great folks up uh, up there on stage so wish the best of luck to everybody but we know emmy so we're really pulling for her yeah it's uh again I, i'm still amazed at uh, i didn't realize the scholarship money i Ooh. knew they got some scholarship i didn't realize you could pay for school uh totally doing that yeah for sure uh yeah i'm like you congrats to everybody doing it uh i'm sure they all have big things ahead of them i gotta tell you uh elena burt you know she's miss alabama's teen and sort of like when we saw lauren bradford you know if you'll recall she was in the booth nobody knew who she was and then she stood up, put the crown on and the sash, and by golly, she became public domain. And that's really where uh, Elena has become, bless her heart. I mean, she's going everywhere. She's exhausting to keep up with, even on social media. Well, by golly, she's living it out as a high school rising yeah. senior at Briarwood. She's doing cheerleading camp right now and then having to go and show up and, you know, choreograph the, the big dance routine she had last night with all the teens. And you, you could tell last night that, uh, you know, bless her heart, she's tired. So, you know, prayers for, uh, for energy for her and for emmy and for the rest of the contestants and again the finals are tonight well man the uh truett news radio show is going to be a good one today brock uh we got robert yes, gunn with uh down with russell lands talking about all that's going on at lake martin that's going to be great and then uh really excited to have ronald Steele on uh 
He's got uh, some some great news here uh, he recently, sure does, yeah. and uh, we were having him on anyway to talk a about bit of a promotion. Yeah, uh, he was the basketball coach at John Carroll, and the athletics director. Uh, a lot of people remember him playing at Alabama, and was uh, the state's first two time Mister Basketball yeah, in high school. That? Was a really good player, and he played there. Yeah, and uh, so got, he's been back, but he just was promoted to principal. So uh, happy for him. He's going to yeah. do a great job. But uh, great. we'll talk to him about all of that stuff. So that's going to be good, man. I've been tired. We had to go down to college orientation this week Ooh. in uh down at auburn and uh we went to amsterdam's and Ooh, always uh, good your buddy bruce pearl was there oh uh, was he, he really was out and about that night so uh uh it's interesting that these guys just go out yeah hanging out well uh, so was he public domain was everybody uh, no, everybody get, was leaving him alone that's you know, great. I was, uh, uh, you know of course except for me uh <laughs> but, <laughs> i'm sure he didn't mind that but yeah. uh no he uh everybody's leaving alone but it was cool uh to, to be down there and and see all the parents kids they exhaust you with what they put you through oh yeah uh and uh with the weather being what it has been Oof. uh yeah, I loved walking out this morning and having that crisp, cool breeze in my face. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, yeah. that, that didn't well, happen. Well, you know, you were saying uh, it, that it's 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 frustrating that every single year people seem to be shocked that the state of Alabama is hot and humid. But I, I'll say in fairness to this little phase is literally two days before this occurred, we had this little dip in humidity, yeah. and it was actually nice and crisp, and then all of a sudden, boom, steam bath. I just don't understand what they do to you on, on TV and, the, and, you know, their reports of their 40 million people. In the yeah, way. right, and, right, uh, right. He's like, Give me a break, man. It's always hot. It's been hot. I remember it yeah. as a kid. It was hot then. That's that's a fact. Hey, listen, uh, speaking of places that we ate, uh, Hero, yeah. and I'm not sure if they're even going by Hero Donuts anymore because, you know, well, yeah, right right now they've got, I mean, they've got sandwiches, they've got breakfast plates, they've got, uh, you know, cheese. in fact, I had a cheeseburger. It was fantastic. They've got two different kinds. They've got chicken sandwiches. Uh, but Hero is open in Stadium Trace, and they just knocked it out of the Man, park. I hit the Diplomat Deli this week, and it was uh, amazing, too. But let's get on to the news, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure this has been somewhere, but I was. this has just floored me. Indigo uh, is the airline or a new airline in India. And it's a play uh, on the – it's not the color Indigo. It's Indigo, yeah. right? I, maybe that's G-O. the way you say it. Yeah. I don't know. But they – uh, placed an order with Airbus uh, down in Mobile for 500. How many? 500 Oof. planes. These A320s, uh, which is going to be the staple, I guess, of their airline. Yeah. But that is the largest uh, single purchase in the history of commercial aviation. Wow. That's incredible to me. Well, you know, I, I think about Southwest Airlines, and, um, you, you know, they have always stocked their fleets with 737s. And I, you know, of course, now I sit there and wonder how many did they order to start their own uh, operations back when and how many have they bought. But yeah, for for one group to go to one place and say, I want 500 of those airliners, that's uh, incredible. And we go back to Bradley Byrne, yeah, right? when he was on a few weeks ago. And he was explaining, I, I thought it was w- with the hundred, right? The hundredth that we were the fourth largest uh, aircraft manufacturer or something like that. And now we got 500 more. Oh, man. Uh, well, that hundred, that was just for Delta that they had made. Is that what it was? And, uh, I yeah, couldn't recall. And then... Uh, so they're cranking these things out down there, but that's great for the state for sure. Oh. Uh, how about the Stallions? Give them kudos. Yeah. They're playing for their second title in a row uh, a today, so hopefully that goes well. And the Parma Panthers going for the Italian League Championship today <laughs> in Toledo, Toledo, Ohio, for some reason. But uh, we'll see how all that goes for both of them. Circling Real quick, circling back to the Stallions, I did see that Skip Holtz came out yesterday in an interview, and he did confirm a – uh, that there will be a third season of the USFL, and B, that there will be a third season of the Stallions being in Birmingham, yeah. and they're happy to be here. But what I thought was interesting, we pointed this out a minute ago, uh, the Stallions are 8-2 and two going into this uh, championship game, but the, the Pittsburgh Maulers are 4-6. and six. Yeah, that tells Play you, their way in. It, 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 only matters, it only matters how you play in the playoffs, my yep. friend. 
Uh, well, hey, August 16th, Lyle Lovett and his large band at the Alabama Theater. I'm planning to go to that about one. that? Yeah. yeah, that's going to be good. Dorothy McDaniel, my friend uh, with the flower market over there. Yeah. She does, I, I swear, I think she does the prettiest flowers uh, in the state, and I'm not the only one. Uh, <laughs> Alabama Magazine uh, just got her the uh, 2023 Best of Bama, uh, Best Floral Market in the oh, state. Yeah. So uh, that's great for her. She does an amazing job. If you need a florist, talk to her because uh, they, again, do amazing work there. Oh, for sure. Condado Tacos. Hey. Our folks, uh, Joe and the group over for there, sure. they are opening their first Alabama location at Cahaba Village where the old Nukes was. But yep. that's actually in sight now. So that's coming up uh, on the 13th. And we're going to the preview oh. night on the 12th. Oh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that'll be nice. Good heavens. Uh, speaking of other places that are opening, I saw this week, you know, Abhi was a, uh, a sushi place that, that shut down in the summit, but it's being replaced. And I think, by, by golly, they're already about online. I think they're open, if I'm not mistaken, Emmy Squared Pizza. And that's, yeah. a, that's a takeoff on the fact that uh, I like when you call people something squared, but it's also that it's square pieces because apparently that's Detroit-style pizza. Emmy Squared Pizza is open in the Abhi location at the summit. We need to go try that Yeah, out. I'm looking forward to, to hitting that. Man, talking of... Uh, Pizza, Davenport's uh, just recently oh, uh, celebrated their 59th year 59th in business, man. Isn't year. that great? Um, Heavens. Love that place. How could you go? F- that's, that is incredible in the restaurant industry. Yeah. Uh, congrats to Kim Worth and everyone at the Collegiate Hotel in Auburn. They, uh, yeah. you know, they bought that old dorm uh, and fixed it up into a boutique hotel. But there, I can't believe this. That's celebrating five years. Yeah, that's going to be on the possible. fourth. They're going to have a big deal with uh, watching the fireworks up on the, the roof deck and all that. But uh, we're trying to get them on here, too. Good grief. Yeah, that is incredible. Uh, Walker Hayes, he's rescheduled his show at the Wharf. That's coming up now on July 25th. I would like to see him. He's the, uh, what is his song, the Applebee's? Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. But uh, he'd be good, and uh, he's a Birmingham Southern. I don't know if he went to if he graduated there or just attended. Uh-huh. But uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I think he's from maybe Mobile, so uh, he's got some links to to the state too. Yeah, for sure. I saw yeah, you got down here widespread panic. I remember, you know, widespread's coming wherever by golly they're coming to Huntsville. Man, I remember widespread panic playing like the supper club and, you know, fraternity <laughs> houses at Auburn and stuff. So uh they've had a pretty good run. Uh I've never been a huge fan, but uh they're, they're again three nights, man. They usually come in and hunker down for a few days wherever they're playing and are packed every night so yeah. there's a ton of people love them well you know we, we've uh, we've talked a lot about the different colleges and the things that are going on and by golly if you're anywhere around Birmingham you know that UAB continues to grow and grow with new facilities but I thought this was pretty interesting Bailey Harris they announced that they're working yeah. on a new lab and teaching and research facility at the AUM campus down in Montgomery it's yeah 57,000 square feet and should be complete by this fall. I was actually uh, talking with Alan Harris this week about that, and uh, he's, we're trying to get him back on. He does a lot yeah. of – he's an interesting guy. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, he's got some stuff about education he wants to talk about. Oh, for so, sure. Uh, but, yeah, we were talking about that. But they they continue cranking out the work oh, for absolutely. them. And, uh, thinking on construction, uh, congrats to uh, Ben M. Radcliffe, contractor down in Mobile. They just finished up three on-campus uh, stadiums down in that area for Viger, Davidson, and B.C. Rain. Uh, for the Mobile County public school system, but they did like synth- uh, the synthetic turf and all those uh, yeah. places and the new grandstands and concession, you know, bathrooms, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, man, those had to be good projects. I'll tell you something that caught my eye. You know, we've talked about Bucky's and, you know, every one of them's just gargantuan. Yeah. You've got the new one in Auburn, the new one up in Athens. Uh, they've just opened the world's largest, right? And it's going to be at Sevierville. 
and it's uh, 74,000 square feet, yeah, 120 crazy. fuel stations. But what's interesting to me about it is most of those that I've seen are sort of in their own little world. Although I have to say, I guess the, uh, the leads is sort of the gateway into, you know, outlet shopping on one side and <clears throat> Bass Pro and, uh, and the Barber Track on the other. This one is going to be at what they're calling the, the 407. And it's sort of a blank slate right now, but when it's complete, it will not only have the world's largest buckies, but a theme park and a themed shopping center. I've and, never been to a themed uh, shopping center. They need to go up there and check it out. But yeah. uh, there was another one when we went up to uh, Chicago, you know, we drove up uh, for spring break. Yeah, right. And uh, there was another one in Kentucky uh, that has a sign on it. You know, and Merrill Stewart and the Stewart Perry folks here yeah. build most of those. Sure. Uh, and I wonder if they're doing these or there's a uh, whatever. They're building so many. And, you know, do they have the capacity still to keep yeah, building yeah, yeah. all these things? But they that place, Bucky's, is really growing. Man, this is cool and terrifying at the same time. Uh <laughs> Uh, San Mateo, California-based, I guess you say this, Aleph Aeronautics. Yeah. Uh, they received legal approval to fly. Uh, yeah. This will be, the, I guess, yeah. the world's first really flying car. But the oh FAA gave them the go-ahead for this thing. Now, it's going to be, uh, you know, you can't take it everywhere. It's really defined where they can fly it right yeah. now. But uh, my entire life. I've heard we're going to have flying cars. Yeah, and, uh, right. So this is, it's finally happening. Uh, but this thing, uh, it's $300,000. They're going to come to market with oh, this wow. deal. Uh, and they're hoping to have all the approvals. So by the end of 2025, they hope to be selling these. But 440 have already been ordered. But uh, you, you only can have one or two people in it. But uh, – what do you think of that? I mean, I think there's enough wrecks on the ground. Yeah. Can you imagine what will happen? Yeah, it, you're right. I mean, our whole life we've talked about flying cars. We grew up watching the Jetsons. Yeah. My question, first of all, is: Is this going to be fly? Is this going to be um, uh, propelled by the bubble fuel that the Jetsons little things were? Right? It was little doo and little bubbles came out. I'm guessing it's probably more <laughs> advanced than that. Uh, but yeah, the the concept of of us individuals now taking the chaos of the roads up into the air sounds a bit terrifying, but at $300,000 and the restrictions of, of where you can fly, I, you know, hopefully that's going to control things for the, the, the near future. I am interested to see actually what this thing looks like. And, uh, I don't know, is it, is it a, a car that turns into a plane or is it a car that goes around with wings all the time? It'd be interesting to see what it is. Yeah, man. Uh, Hey, uh, our, our buddy, uh, Panini Pete down in, yeah. Uh, in Baldwin County and Mobile, he uh, there that Ed Seafood Shed we went to. They've yeah. uh, expanded into breakfast on I the weekends now too. So uh, everybody get by there. It looked fantastic. The stuff they were showing uh, that they're going to be serving. But uh, I was uh, trading text with him back and forth, and uh, he said that uh, he also mentioned that uh, Panini Pete's they're doing the addition of the Fairhope Squeeze oh. smoothies, juices, juices, and coffees. So oh. get by his original Panini Pete's, oh, but okay. also. Check out the breakfast at Ed's Seafood Shed. Uh, listen, there's I a, love that place. Oh, by I did too. Yeah, absolutely. We need to go back for sure. There's a movement afoot in Ross Bridge, Tony. What is it? Well, it turns out that for about the last eight years, oh. there's been a a pet, and the pet's name is Fred. I heard there's an uproar. Yeah, there's an uproar. There is, and uh, Fred is a tortoise. Yeah. He's, he's a. I don't. I there's. I should know the type of tortoise, but he's a tortoise, uh, and. Every single day for a few hours out of the day, they let him out into what for their home is a, is a bricked in backyard, but there's a little open gate. And quite often, 
uh, children or families from around the neighborhood have come to realize that, that they have a tortoise and they'll line up at the gate. Well, every now and then they'll appear at the gate and they'll let them in. And, and uh, the family, the owner is actually the 17 year old son, uh, Jaden, if I'm not mistaken, and Jaden or the wife will uh, take them in the back and introduce them to the tortoise. Well, apparently the homeowners association at Ross bridge has sent a letter that reminds them that the only dogs are the only pets, which are permitted in Ross bridge are cats and dogs. And so there's an uproar in Ross bridge and it's called save Fred. There's a logo and everything. So just wanted to let people know, save Fred. And I'm not saying this to get down on the homeowners association, but I am saying this to just promote what a fun little thing Fred is that really you got a harmless tortoise that doesn't make any noise by definition moves pretty slowly. Isn't going to be breaking free and causing havoc around the community, but it's kind of cool that there's a tortoise in Ross bridge. Save Fred. You think that you think that thing can't flip a switch and turn vicious on you? Oh, you think not? Yeah. 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 I, you don't think this thing grows teeth and flies? <laughs> yeah. It can happen. Yeah. You don't hey. know. Uh, June 29th, man. Congrats to everybody. Uh, all the new folks at the U S Naval Academy. That yeah. was the, uh, their induction day yeah. so for most of them. Uh, almost always that's their first day of military service, yeah, but, sure. uh, that's the class of 2027, but, uh, I, just, I saw a big picture of that. Yeah. Plebe summer has started and I understand that is not always pleasant. No, it so, is not. uh, man, best of luck to all of them, but we appreciate everybody and what they do. Uh, pretty quickly. It turns into a yell fest, you know, it goes on there. It goes on at the air force. Yeah. Academy goes on at West Point for sure. And so I, I don't know whether June 29th is the day for all of the academies, but uh, but those are all coming up. If, if they're not on that exact day, they're starting out for all the new uh, cadets at the various academies. And by the way, thank you and their families for doing it. Yeah. Right? I thought this was cool about Spring Hill President Mary Van Brunt. Oh, man. Uh, I, you know, I always forget about this, but all these schools have these uh, study abroads, and a lot of them have like this. Uh, Spring Hill College, they have apparently have a uh, – what do you call it? A house or a facility over in uh, Bologna? Oh, and uh, so she's been over visiting with the students, studying there, and learning uh, some some Italian experience uh, or, or listening to what the kids' experience is. But uh, I would love to get in on that gig, oh, man. I would travel too. around and check out uh, the overseas <laughs> stuff. Ah, I got to travel to Bologna, Italy, yeah, for work. I never did that. Uh, my my summers were uh, spent loading trucks at Buffalo Rock and uh, <laughs> construction and stuff like that, which was fun. Yeah, I had a lot yeah. of it was a lot of fun, but uh, I didn't do anything like that. Well, you know, I, I I don't know why it just keeps coming up on Instagram, but you know, everybody's familiar with Rome and and Venice and even Florence. Uh, but for some reason, Sardinia keeps coming up in Italy. And I'm telling you, there's not a photograph that you can take of Sardinia that isn't frame-worthy. That place looks amazing. I would love to get over to Italy someday. Yeah. Well, man, let's go to the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline. Yeah, for sure. Talk what? with Robert. Yeah, Robert Gunn, the Director of Events and Marketing. Russell Lands. Boy, they've got a lot going on always. Robert, welcome. Robert, are you all this morning? Hey, there you are. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. Glad you jumped on with us, man. I know it was kind of a, a fire drill at the last minute, but appreciate y'all fitting it in. Yeah, hit us with everything going on at Lake Martin and the uh, Russell Lands has going. I mean, it's always something new neighborhoods and golf courses and restaurants and everything that you get in an amphitheater down there, everything you got your hands in. Uh, I think you covered it in a quick nutshell. <laughs> well, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for the call, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, appreciate it. It's good talking to you all this morning, too. <laughs> now, we, it is a, it's an exciting time on Lake Martin, especially for us at Russell Lands. Uh, you mentioned neighborhoods and restaurants. This morning, we're getting ready for our two-day Artie Gras event. Which oh, is Artie Gras. Arts and Crafts Show. Yeah. So we kind of like to throw in a party feel from time to time, and we have 65 vendors who are setting up from – 
from uh, homemade furniture to custom dyed clothing to jewelry to everything else. So we've got tons of artists on the ground this morning getting ready to set up for Artie Gras. At the same time, something that we do every Saturday morning is yoga on the green. Oh, And there are 30, 30 people over there this morning doing yoga around the clock tower uh, <laughs> near near the town green at Russell Crossroads. So already a busy morning as we kick into uh, the 4th of July weekend. So we got, we got a lot, peaceful, of fun, a lot of things going on. Peaceful fitness before we get uh, arty chaos, is that right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hey, um, but a lot of people look forward to coming out and doing that. It, y'all do a big uh, boat parade down there, too, for the 4th, don't you? We do. Um, Russell Marine has been doing a, a boat parade for about 20 years now. Uh, it doesn't cost anything to enter, and there are some really great prizes, including a $500 prize for best best boat and best crew. Oh, wow. And that means they're dressed the most patriotic. And people have been real creative over the years. <laughs> Uh, a couple of years ago, there was a girl that had one of these these fly devices that you hooked to a personal watercraft, and she dressed as Statue of Liberty, and she flew in the air. Oh wow! Uh, as part of the boat parade, so it's, it's <laughs> you see a lot of different things. Uh, you know, the cool thing about this is there's a local veterans organization, and they take the lead boat, and it's just really nice to see okay. these guys out, and you know, the, a good way to kick off the Fourth of July. Um, there's always a flyby by a local pilot uh, driving or flying a vintage aircraft, and he'll oh, wow. come by and release some smoke. And it just kind of adds a really patriotic feel to the whole 4th of July kickoff. So the boat parade begins at 10 o'clock from Kalaja Marina, and uh, it, it's about, I don't know, it takes about an hour for it to, to happen. And there are tons of spectators that come out and watch, and there'll be 40 to 50 boats on the water that are dressed, and people really put a lot of thought and a lot of time into decorating and getting ready for the, the boat parade. Yeah. Is that, now, is that today? The, oh. It's on everything that we do 4th of July is oh. on the 4th of July. My bad. So I, that'll I, be on Tuesday. I, I, yeah. I got you. My bad. I, I, I thought you no, were the saying the Artie, Artie Graw is today and tomorrow. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So, uh, right. hey, yeah. uh, I remember a few years ago, too, and I saw uh, coming up, I think y'all have Black Jacket Symphony playing down there. Oh, wow. We do. We have uh, we have partnered with um, Jason Rogoff with Black Jacket Symphony, and they're coming down to do their rumors, um, the rumors part of their current tour um, on July the 22nd. It's, uh, it is a Black Jacket Symphony event. We are excited that we're providing a place for them, and they're coming in and and taking over and bringing all their fun gear. And it, it's going to be a great night. It's good to see Jessica Muse as the Stevie Nicks character as part of the Rumors album that they're doing. So um, we'll we'll hear the Rumors album played in its entirety, plus some other Fleetwood Mac music. It's going to be an exciting oh, night. Wow. Tickets are at Ticketmaster. So, yeah, it, it's going to be great. And, of course, you know, we do our 4th of July concert and fireworks show on the 4th of July at the Lake Martin Amphitheater, too. And we're kind of excited about that. We... We have been told by the people that shoot our show, the fireworks people, that it's the, on the 4th of July, it's the Southeast's largest fireworks display. So oh, wow. we kind of get excited about that. And it's a good 30 minutes worth of, worth of booms and colors. And, you know, just, a, just it's kind of nice to lie back on the grass and have all that shooting off above you. And just it's just oohs and ahs. And the people on the lake, can see it from their boats and they'll blow their horns if they really like something so it's it, it's a neat event we we have music from a local cover band that, that we use a good bit called the bank walkers and then andrew janakis is kind of headlining that for us and andrew's from flowery branch georgia did the voice 
his song gone too soon has like 90 million streams on spotify so you know we're kind of excited about music and fireworks on the fourth of july things start at six fireworks go off at nine well it's just amazing to see really what the lake has has become or developed into over the years like my dad uh, he grew up outside of Tallahassee uh, down there, so he, uh, you know, they went to the lake a lot, and he tells stories, you know, this is 50s and 60s, and then uh, some other friends of ours, uh, Scotty and Miles Lett, grew up on the lake uh, back around kind of the same times, and uh, but to see like the these beautiful neighborhoods and things that uh, that that just keep coming on and the yeah. uh, the beautiful places people are building down there, uh, how's all the how's all the sales stuff going? Is that still you know full bore or uh, what's the newest and latest on that? Sure, it it is. We um, recently released a new neighborhood called the Heritage, um, and for those who know the lake, it's in the Wicker Point area. And we, we had a several-year plan for releases of phases, and the first phase sold out so quickly it put us in fast-speed mode to get phase two ready. Oof. And I think we're getting really close to releasing a lot of information about that. So that's, that's kind of exciting as well. We are, we're, we're glad that that's happening. The Wicker Point Golf Club will open in September It's an 18-hole golf course on the shores of Lake Martin. It's designed by Ben Crenshaw and Bill Coor. It's the only Coor Crenshaw private club in the state of Alabama, and we're really excited about that. They've been here. They don't really like to move a lot of dirt, and they've walked our property till they found this spot, and and uh, it's pretty much natural. Some things had to be moved, obviously, to get greens right and tees right and some of the fairways, but for the most part, the creek stayed the same, and the and the topography stayed pretty close to what it was when they walked it the first time. So we're, that that should happen mid to late September, we hope. Um, we've had some early spring weather setbacks with all the rain that we had and um, kind of rearranged some of the greens. But we are super excited that that's about to happen. So there are a lot of neat things going. Um, Russell Lands has been in the neighborhood building business for a long time. Yeah. And we really try to do things the right way with all the amenities and then we do things like Artie Gras and our Friday on the Green and our Yoga on the Green and our fireworks and our boat parade just to give people something a little extra to do when they're on the lake. You're listening to Truett News Radio. We're on the air right now with Robert Gunn, the Director of Events and Marketing with Russell Lands. And I, I got to tell you, Robert, uh, I, I've seen several releases already. That, that golf course is already well celebrated before it's even really come online. Oh, yeah, it's... A lot of talk about it. A lot of people are super excited about it and anxious to get out there and play on it. I was I was just curious. Uh, you said they didn't change anything with the topography. Do you still got to pay them the same when they walk out there and go, yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> it's just put a flag yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Well, uh, I wish I could say that's how it works, but I, I don't think that's, uh, that's how – how you stay in business by doing things like that. So, yeah, some of the photography, I'll get it out in a minute, uh, changed a little bit, but, you know, pretty much that's the way that they like to do things is just kind of try to keep the natural lay of the land and design a golf course that fits that. So that was one of the reasons that uh, we liked what they have done around the country, and we were glad that they did select um, Lake Martin and the Wicker Point area as a spot for their their uh, Alabama site. We're I mean, it's just 
it's really, really exciting. Robert, it seems to me that it's a little bit of a microcosm as to what you guys are doing down there, right, at, uh, at Russell Lands, is, is you're taking this natural topography and, you know, where, where once it was, this person will do this there, this family will do that there. You are developing developments. I mean, it's planned communities, and i got to say, you guys are doing a fantastic job. Well, thank you. We we put a lot of thought and, and effort and time into making sure that we do it the right way. We, you know, we we are very fortunate that Lake Martin is still the only treasured lake in the state of Alabama. The water is clean, uh, and as a company, Russell Lands is doing every single thing that it can to maintain that cleanliness um, by providing our own, you know, even down to sewer treatment. We have several sewer treatment plants. Um, we uh, actually, the heritage is going to be on the uh, Alex City sewer system now. So, you know, just to keep things as much as we can out of the lake is just really key for what we try to do. Yeah, well, it, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, again, I think about the way that the communities are being planned, the way that you all have that infrastructure going. And, and then right down to, you know, July 4th, that's planned. You know, today's planned on, on you know, the yoga into the, yep. the artsy. And then, it, you know, from morning to the, the end of the fireworks, everything's planned on, on a grand scale down there. And it's, it's really fun. We, we need to get down there and see that. Yeah, absolutely. Talk, talk real quick. Yes, uh, we're, about, we're about to have to wrap up. But talk real quick about all the great restaurants, too, down there. Ooh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, Springhouse Restaurant, we, we opened as part of Russell Crossroads several years ago and invited Rob McDaniel to come down to be our first chef. Rob's been nominated several times for James Beard. Yep. He now owns Helen Restaurant in Birmingham. Oh, okay. He and his wife, Emily, and, and doing a super job up there. It's delicious. Helen, and, and oh, it, it really is. But Pete McKinney and his staff now at Springhouse still five-star quality, great food selections, um, menu that changes regularly, wonderful wine selection to go along with it, and a lot of knowledge there. Um, and it's not exactly on the lake, but you can get there by, by water, and we do have shuttles that run back and forth uh, up to Russell Crossroads to Springhouse. Catherine's Market is another great place out here. Fanny Goldmine Restaurant recently opened uh, actually, right around Memorial Day, we we started serving dinner on Friday and Saturday nights. It's a little faster. It's not fast food, but if you're looking for, you know, a wrap, a salad, a hamburger, hot dog, um, those types of things, Fanny Goldmine Diner. And then Collider Restaurant has been on Lake Martin forever, gosh, forever. <laughs> as long as I can remember. It's a landmark. Um, it, it, yeah, it really is. And, you know, after the original burned, it, we rebuilt it and actually recently remodeled the kitchen and, and reopened back in May. Uh, and Collage Restaurant is just it's just a, one of the best views on the lake. You can, you know, there, there's a beach for the kids to play on if you do have to wait for a table. And then the, the menu there is just, it's, it's a good, you know, family-friendly uh, menu down there yeah. as well. So a lot of good places to eat that, you know, that Russell Lands is really proud of from Kalija to Fanny Goldmine to Catherine's to Springhouse. And uh, we were looking forward to some things that quicker and, of course, Willow Point Golf and Country Club, yeah. too. Man. Well, man, we're going to get in there and uh, introduce ourselves in person to you before long. Maybe For we can sure. hit uh, hit uh, the Fanny Gold Mine and check it out <laughs> when we go. So, uh, hey, yeah. have, a, have a great uh, holiday weekend. Hope everything goes uh, fantastic for what y'all are doing down there. I'm sure you'll be busy. and uh, But we'll catch up with you on a, a, a future show, okay? Perfect. Sounds great. Thank you guys so much, and I hope you all have a happy holiday weekend and week. All right, Robert. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Yeah, that's... Thanks so much, guys. Have a great one.
That's Robert Gunn, the director of events and marketing at Russell Lands. Man, there's a lot going on down there, Tone. Oh, gosh. I mean, the lake is just fantastic. One of my uh, favorite stories is uh, – well, I'm not even going to get into it. It's going to take too long. But uh, <laughs> anyway, Great Lake, uh, a lot of fun things to do down there. Even if you just go visit for the day or go down to the state park. You yeah, know, it's on sure. it. Uh, a lot of good stuff. So, uh, and I know a ton of people, I mean, from all over the state go there Lake to enjoy life. it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It really hey, is. Royal Caribbean's in the news. Huh? Yeah. Uh, man, They it's incredible. They are building right now, or they've already built, it's under yeah. sea trials, the largest cruise ship ever to Oof. take the, the water, I guess. But uh, this thing is going to be icon of the seas will be uh, available in January. They're going to start yeah. making their first trips. But uh, it's amazing. This thing, if I'm reading it right, it was, uh, what was this, 250,800 gross tons. And it floats. And it floats. How's that possible? <laughs> but uh, they said it could uh, it could house up to 7,600 people right. at one time. And uh it's just it's incredible to me uh, that you can do something like that. It's going to have food trucks by the pools, yeah. uh, not like little stands. <laughs> food trucks, plural. like several of them are coming into. It's amazing. I'll tell you what's interesting to me about this. So um, when I graduated from high school, the the year after, I had a uh, high school sweetheart, Amy Pickert. Uh, went with her and yeah. a bunch of folks. Loved from her Amy class. Pickert. Oh, Amy Pickert. Yeah, there will never be another like her. So I thought. Anyway. Uh, uh, Went on the senior trip, and it was a lot of fun, but it was on a ship by Royal Caribbean called Sovereign of the Seas. And when it launched in 1987, it was the world's largest cruise ship, right? So I thought it'd be interesting to sort of compare. By the way, the Sovereign of the Seas, after having been refurbished, has now been retired. We were like the seventh voyage of the Sovereign of the Seas. It's now retired. But it was 880 feet long, right? Uh, it turns out the icon of the seas is 1,200 feet long, literally 320 feet longer, an entire football field. Uh, the icon of the seas will, will have 5,610 passengers typically. The sovereign of the seas had 2,850, nearly double. Uh, the Sovereign of the Seas had the pool deck was the 13th floor and you had a smokestack with a little lounge on it. So technically you could call that the 15th floor, but the ship itself was like 12 floors and then a pool deck 13. The Icon of the Seas will have 20 decks. I mean, it literally goes 20 stories, has eight different neighborhoods. The Sovereign of the Seas had sort of a little atrium where they, you know, were trying to experiment with, hey, can we create sort of a neighborhood feel here? It was the first iteration of that. And literally Icon of the Seas will have eight of those different neighborhoods, 40 different places to get food or drink or entertainment on Icon of the Seas, literally a, a floating city. Well, the, and the other amazing thing is they uh, they have one that's not quite as large, but, yeah. uh, but another massive ship is getting done. It's going to be the Utopia of the Seas. It's under construction in France. Uh, this one's going to be based in Port uh, Canaveral. The Icon will be in uh, Port Miami. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, there was another interesting thing over here. Port Canaveral just passed Port Miami yeah. as the largest uh, or the most used uh, cruise yeah, ship. Port. Yeah, port. Port of call. Out there, which is uh, amazing to me. But it's also kind of exciting, again, because we've got the uh, the thing in Mobile with uh, Carnival is going to be going out of there again, I think, next year. Uh, so that there will be a lot of people going down there, too. But uh, just amazing how what they have on these ships and all. But, uh, hey, let me tell you about Truett Insurance and Bonding real quick. Uh we had a great week. We sold a lot of stuff this week, oh, and yeah. I was excited about it. Uh, issued one payment in performance bond early in the week and then got one late yesterday that nice. I got to run down there and do. Uh, it's on a million-something dollar project, but uh, we got another one that's coming in that was a million-something, but some bigger yeah. ones are bidding. Uh, so a lot of that's going on, but we sold uh, – 
like a bunch of different policies this week yeah. anyway. So if we can help you with your business, we would love to do it. Your home and auto, uh, we'd love to take a crack at that. So keep us in mind, Truett Insurance and Bonding. Do it with Truett. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? I saw uh, the old 97s, one of my favorite yeah. bands. They're coming to Saturn on September 14th. I wasn't aware of that, so I was fired up about that. Well, I, you know what? We uh, had a story about the Gunnersville City Harbor, which yep. was sort of a mixed-use development uh, altogether. They were going to do you know, fine dining shops and kind of some water fun. Well, it's gone online. In fact, it's been about a year now. We're, we're in our 101st show, you know, Tony. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, as we were talking about this nearly a year ago, we can sort of do the postscript. And uh, up in Gunnersville, they're selling celebrating that it has generated somewhere around $600,000 in revenue. And of course, as it continues to mature, you're going to see those numbers go up. They're hosting what's going to be called Rock the Dock on July 22nd. And they're teasing us, Tony. They're teasing us. Well, apparently there's a big name entertainer that's going to be the headliner act, but they've yet to announce who it is. Is it it us? It might be. Yeah, is it us? I don't think it is, but it could be. But if it is, we better work on our karaoke or something, right? If we're going to be the big name entertainer. But no, I don't know who it is. They're teasing it. They're going to announce it soon. Everybody's on pins and needles, but watch out for Rock the Dock and get over to Gunnersville City Harbor for some fine dining and drinks. Hey, we're we're going to go back to the hotline here in a second, but I got to mention this. Uh, we was it last week or two weeks ago? We mentioned this Gustav Klimt painting. Oh, uh, it's like his last one, Lady with a Fan. Which and I they, don't like the painting. Well, they estimated uh, eighty million, which would have been the the highest sell uh, at an auction in in Europe uh, yeah. ever. So, but it, it did a little bit more than that. Uh, what did what did it go for here? One hundred and eight point four million. Yeah. Uh, and this guy that sold it bought it for under twelve million, which is staggering to me at that price. But right, uh, right. Uh, he bought it back, I think, in the nineties, maybe for yeah. a little under twelve. But one hundred and eight point four million. But uh, they said it went to a like a bidding war at the end, yeah. and jacked the price up. So incredible. Well, I'll tell you what's incredible to me. Uh, you know, I don't know how all these things work, but Sotheby's by in London is who actually uh, conducted the audit. And it was apparently, to your point, a 10-minute bidding war for uh, the, the ultimate price of actually $94.35 million, right? That's what the actual auction price was. And what happens is apparently the high final figure, it includes some charge on top of the sale. It's called the buyer's well, premium. I mean, the house well, has to make some money. So. But the buyer's premium in this thing was $14 million. That's, That's incredible. incredible. Hey, let's go back to the Truett Insurance Rebounding Hotline and talk with Ronald Steele. Ronald, are you with us? Coach, are you there? I am. Thank you for having me. Hey, absolutely, man. I was. Uh, we were talking about you a little uh, at the beginning of the show. Yeah, uh, man. Congrats! You're the new principal of John yeah. Carroll Catholic. You got to be thrilled about that. I know the parents are fired up for you. From student to head office. That's a, that's a great story. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Really humbled. Um, really looking forward to the opportunity. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, well, man, you've been uh, like like Brock was just saying. I mean, you went to school there. You were just a standout basketball player and really athlete in general. I remember you were a really good football player too, if if uh, I'm remembering that right. But uh, you know, went on played basketball at Alabama. Uh, you know, ended up coming back to the school, uh, coaching the teams, and you know, uh, you know, full disclosure, my kids go to school over there, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, the thing. The thing about Ronald that is great. My kids are not sports kids. That's right. just not what they do, and. Uh, but all the kids like you, and uh, that's a that's a great thing as a coach because that isn't always uh, the way things play out at different <laughs> schools. And I think you've done an amazing job uh, endearing yourself to yeah, the student you are. body. I yeah. mean, it doesn't matter if you play sports or not. I think it's great. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's the part that I enjoy about coaching is working with the students and, you know, 
um, in all capacities, not just athletics, but getting to know them and um, trying to help them along their path. But that's really my favorite part of working in John Care. We just have great kids and building those relationships uh, was very gratifying for me. Well, you know, as you as you as you coach kids like that, it strikes me that particularly at that age range, I mean, you know, very few of them are going to go on to the University of Alabama or make that their career. So, in a lot of cases, you're 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 building character. I mean, you're you're building uh, their preparation for life. Is that accurate? One hundred percent. You know, the thing about John Carroll um, that I love is the formation, the faith formation that we provide for our students. Yeah. Um, I know I, I had a great foundation there. Um, I know so many kids have gone on, you know, using John Carroll from their um, foundational point, and that's the part I think that sets our school apart maybe a little bit from other schools is that the faith formation, the character formation, um, the everyday infusion of character is really a, a special thing, and it makes it a special environment for us. I mean, it it, it 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 humbles things, I guess, when you have the perspective of, uh, um, at the end of the day, anything I'm doing is part of something much bigger than me, and I can sit in Christ as I'm going through it. Is that right? That's right. Um, you know, having a, a larger purpose, you know, um, being a part of a community that shares a, 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 a shared mission, a, a shared vision, you know, knowing that you're making an impact. And, and all of our educators, no matter where they are, making great impacts. For us, just having that faith foundation just makes it makes the tough days worth it, but also makes the successes and um, the progress with the children, you know, that much more gratifying. Well, well go ahead. Tom. Well, I was just going to say, could you have ever imagined, though, when you were going to school there, <laughs> yeah, that right. one day you would be uh, leading it? What, yeah. what is that got to feel like? No, I, I could never imagine that. I, I joke with the students all the time, and I joke with what's, what's weird is now. Um, you know, working with some of the teachers who were actually who actually taught me. You know, oh, now wow. being yeah. a principal, we kind of laugh about it. But no, I never could imagine the opportunity that I've been blessed with. Um, but I know John Carroll for me is home. Um, it's a place that really has invested in me. Um, built so many great relationships there. And to be honest, I'm just happy to serve in a place that really helped me form as a young man and, and provided so many great memories, great um, relationships, and great opportunities. So I'm just happy to be back to hopefully allow other um, kids to have an even better experience than I, that I had. You're listening to Truett News Radio. We're on the air right now with Ronald Steele, formerly the athletic director and coach at John Carroll High School, but now, to our points, the newly appointed principal of John Carroll Catholic High School. And I've got to say, as I I just picture nearly a movie scene as you first walk into that principal's office and it's yours. Yeah, shut shut the door, do a dance, you know. Well, as you as you probably know, uh, being a principal, I, I've learned uh, there are a lot of other responsibilities that may not be so glorious. For sure. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if it was that, but I have gotten such a great reception from parents, from from the kids, from from faculty, from alumni. So that really makes me feel um, good, and, and really makes me want to work really hard to, um, you know, work with our community who've given me such great support. Yeah. Now you're still going to keep coaching, right? Well, yes, that's my goal. Um, you know, right now it's really hard to say what the future holds. There are a lot of things that goes into this role, but coaching is what I love and, and it's something that I really, really enjoy. So that's our plan moving forward. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you're. I, I can't talk with you, but I love all the old basketball stuff uh, and sports <laughs> stuff. So, I mean, I can't talk talk to you without asking some of this. I mean, or, or for people that don't remember, you were the first two time Mister Basketball in the state. I mean, you were really a great player. Uh, you've taken that on, like I said, to Alabama. You're really good there. You know, some injuries caught up with you, but uh, still, you know, had a had a pro career. And you're taking all of that knowledge back, uh, coaching kids, and the team's been really competitive. I think I think that by itself was a great story. And then now to add this on top of it, but when you look at what's going on, like in basketball and recruiting and all today, going through with you know with you being the the level of player you were. What do you, what do you think's going through everybody's mind today? <laughs> I, well, it's, it, it is a much different world than it was for me twenty years ago. Um, the kids have so much more exposure, um, but they also have way more distractions. Um, there's a lot more complication with the NIL yeah. um, deal, but at the same time, um, I think this, the, the premise is the same. You know, through the recruitment process, through the educational process, the sports process. You're working to develop young men and young women. Um, you're working to help them, you know, be more successful when they when they're finished with your program. Um, you're trying to hope that you're helping them develop life skills so they can go on and do great things and lead their families and communities. So I think that process is the same and it always will be. That's the essence of education. That's the essence of, of coaching. And um, and so I think no matter the challenges that you may need to navigate and how to connect with the kids. The, the outcome um, is the same. I think the objective is the same. You know, I sit here and think again, uh, the transition from athletic director and coach, you know, into principal. Um, as you said, there's there's a, an enormous world of additional challenges and additional issues that you've just right. taken on. You know, the academics, curriculum, having to, you know, well, working with boosters, kids, working with yeah. alumni. Yeah, I mean, how how, right, right. how how does the plan come together to to take what you were familiar with and had that passion for to developing and and, and uh, harvesting this new passion into into where you are. Well, that's a great question. Um, I think it, it, my my experience in athletics is is very similar in that no matter how how good of a uh, coach you think you are, you have to have great players. Sure. You have to have a great team. And so, you know, I've been fortunate to hire um, a, a great teammate in, in Dr. Katie King, who's our director director of curriculum and instruction. Yep. I have a great um, assistant principal in, in Bain Allison, who has a great experience. His father, Chalmers, our president, has a great vision. Um, for the school and has provided great support. I have a great marketing staff, a, a great um, um, teaching staff. So, you know, a great admissions director, great coaches. I mean, so I think it's, it's the same. You have to have a great team. You have to surround yourself with really smart people. Um, I have really, really, really smart people. And we have great families. Our families are so committed to education and faith formation um, that it makes it a unique situation. So it is a lot of ch- there are a lot of challenges, but having great people around you, I think, really helps um, make that transition easier. And I've been very familiar with the community in my previous role, so it's sure. not like I'm starting new. Sure, it's just sure. really a more comprehensive, a broad approach. That, that's really a good point, though. I mean, in, in in essence, now you are the head coach of the school with the staff. Right. I, I, it's team. Yeah, I love the way you put right. that. Well, right. I just I just think you know. Great things are ahead. Um, I'm, I'm so glad you were able to, you know, you were the one that got the job. I think everybody that's involved over there uh, feels the same way. So, uh, 
just could, couldn't be happier for you. But uh, anything, we got to uh, start closing it up. Anything you'd like to say before we let you go? Well, I'm just really excited to serve in my new role. I'm really excited to engage our parents, alumni, current fa- um, families and students. You know, our focus is on the student experience. Um, I know there are a lot of great schools in Birmingham, and we want to partner with them and, and elevate education. But if anyone's really interested in faith formation, the, t- the development of the whole person, great academics, great athletics, um, we love for you to come by John Carroll. Check us out. Um, we'll be here all summer. And just thank you guys for promoting positive stories and, and giving us an opportunity to, you know, talk about our school, our mission, and, and we look forward to having great things in the future. Well, it's it's our pleasure to do it, and we're real excited for you and wish you the best of luck yeah, as man. you carry on the charge. Yeah, I hope, uh, hope you can rest up over the long weekend because I got the feeling you're about to be real busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's normal being a coach, but I'm excited. And, um, you know, thank you guys. You guys are always welcome here and i really appreciate the opportunity hey. all right man well uh take care and enjoy the holiday yeah absolutely thank you See thank ya. you all right well that was ronald Steele, the newly appointed principal of john carroll catholic yeah. high school and uh re- really Great excited guy. For that. i yeah. mean really good guy uh i still consider him young yeah uh i think he's got a good future and i can't i can't i can't say enough what a great uh player he was yeah. uh growing up or uh, I, I remember going back to see him they won two state titles back to back and uh he captained that team and uh just uh, like I said, the injuries got him, but uh, super good player. And I, th- I can't stress enough, too, uh, the story I think is just fantastic of you going to school at a place oh. uh, and end up being the principal there. It's just it's, – well, uh, and, and you, you really say, know what it's about and you are say proud he, of it. You say he seems young. Well, I mean, can you imagine the surreal dynamic of stepping into the first staff meeting when, when you yeah. are stepping into teachers who once taught you yeah. and now you're the principal? Yeah, that, that's, that's really great. amazing. But, man, good for him. Uh, what else here, uh, Truett News Radio alum Lynn Boggs and his fan card uh, company, oh, yeah. you know, the MasterCard yeah, gift card sure. thing. Uh, they keep growing like crazy. They're going uh, into, uh, or they've been in Dollar General, but Dollar General's really expanding uh, the, the teams that they've got. I think he said they got 11 more uh, different teams have signed yeah, up with them. That's, to, that's fantastic. The I love the seeing how well they're doing. Yeah, and uh, they're also, it's not just there. They're in other places, too, but uh, – you know, good I, uh, luck to them. I stepped into the uh, the time capsule in Sports Illustrated again, and uh, this time it took me to June 30th issue of 1980, which brings us into the boxing world at the time, Tony. Loved yeah, boxing. Yeah, this was, this was interesting. Uh, the cover was Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran, and it was the brawl in Montreal was both the title, uh, the, the cover title, but also the title of their fight, which had taken place in Montreal, Canada. Sugar Ray Leonard was 27-0, undefeated, had 18 knockouts, Roberto Duran was 71 and 1 with 56 knockouts. But I forget. Those fights were a big oh, deal back well, then. Well, it was man. Sugar Ray, it was Roberto Duran, Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns. I mean, all those guys. If any two of them fought, it was going to be a war. But I forgot this was welterweight, and I, I just didn't remember the size of welterweight. I, but, but Sugar Ray Leonard was 5'10 and all of 145 pounds. Yeah. Roberto Duran was 5'7 and 145. I think the last time I was 145 pounds was like eighth grade. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what's interesting is Sugar Ray Leonard back in 1980 got $9 million as the purse. Roberto Duran had $1.5 million dollars is the purse i guess sugar ray was obviously the uh uh you know he was the he was probably the biggest name in boxing he yeah. won the gold medal four years prior in montreal the same olympic stadium that the brawl in montreal occurred in but duran won this fight he won it by unanimous decision after 15 rounds 
and that led to a rematch only five months later in the Superdome in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, and that's the one that started out being called the Super Fight, but it ended up in history being called the No Moss, right? And it, it turns out that uh, Sugar Ray had learned kind of what what uh, led to his defeat in the first b- boxing match, and he came out with a different strategy, and it was working, working to the degree that uh, in the eighth round, right as it was closing out, Duran turned away and uh, muttered some words, Today, they say that he muttered the words, no mas. He denies that, said he didn't say that, but uh, he did claim that he had stomach cramps that began in the fifth round. But because he basically called the fight uh, by the before the end of the eighth round, it was a technical knockout. It went to Sugar Ray Leonard. They fought one more time. Hey, it's pretty cool. I'm sitting here uh, on Fox right now. They got the TV on. Uh, they got Daryl Johnson on talking about the Stallions playing the Maulers today. That's right. Uh, going for their the, the two-time championship here. So that's actually pretty And by the way, we can't see it here in Birmingham because it's going to be in Canton, Ohio at the Hall of Fame Stadium. Yeah. Hey, uh, I was going to say not necessarily congrats, but way to go to Ferris Malkey and the folks over at uh, Cahaba Cycles. They have their uh, Latour Cahaba mm. uh, cycling event coming up. That's July 23rd. So anybody that likes doing that, man, they have uh, a 10-mile, 20-mile, 35-mile, 45-mile, and 65-mile run. Mm. Uh, if you're into that, uh, get them, uh, go to Cahaba Cycles and, uh, uh, dot com and check them out. Oh, absolutely. Hey, listen, you know, we're on at 103.9 The Ump up yep, in Huntsville. Ump. Yeah, and they've got a place up there called At The Camp, which I think we need to check out. Looks like it's got a lot of uh, entertainment. There's a good bit of outdoor, a lot of uh, food options, I think, as I understand it. They're hosting an Independence Weekend celebration, and today, Saturday, they're going to have a mullet contest. A mullet contest, I said that right, and a mustache contest. Yeah, and then they're going to end up this evening with a big fireworks show. Tomorrow, they're going to end up having a big market. It's going to go from noon to four, but included in that market is another contest, this time watermelon carving. Huh? How go, about that? Yeah, go check it out if you're if you're heading up to Huntsville or you're in Huntsville. Uh, check out at the camp uh, for a fun Independence Weekend celebration. Hey, how about this? We've had this on here for a while, but uh, Sale Time Alabama uh, down out of Fairhope, I think, is where it is. Uh, they they teach you you can join their club, and they got a fleet of boats down there to oh, teach you how to sail yeah. and do all of that stuff. Which I would love to to do some of that sometime. I think that's really cool stuff. But uh, and they said if uh, you, you, I don't even know what this means, but you can join the regatta. Oh, uh, regatta. if you want to do that, I if think you're that's more like advanced. a boat parade. Yeah, but uh, but they they teach you from like knowing nothing, which would be where I would start. Yeah, uh, to people that really do it. But uh, they I think they have different sized boats and yeah. their fleet, and you can try all that out. So that's kind of cool. I may have just gone uh, uncredible by saying that that's like a boat parade, but I, I don't I don't know. People might out there might might uh, clarify for us that. I don't think that that's quite a race, but in any event, a regatta. I hear some music. Yeah, Who man. are you? I'm Tony Truitt, Truitt Insurance and Bonding. If we can help you with your insurance or bonding needs for the contractors and all, we would love to do it. Uh, TruittInsurance.com. Yeah, I'm Brock Murphy with Brock G. Murphy Law Firm, LLC. Love to help you out if you're a small business. Do a lot of construction-related stuff, a lot of contract things, alternative dispute resolution, mediations, arbitrations. Tony, did you know? Did you know in old Hollywood films, up until right after World War II, all the pretty fake snow that they dropped on yeah, was yeah. actually asbestos. Oh, well, that's a problem. Uh, did you know that Muhammad Ali was refused an autograph by Sugar Ray Robinson when he was a child, and as a result, Muhammad Ali never refused an autograph in his career? How about this? Did you know Joseph Stalin, incensed over anti-communist statements made by John Wayne, once had a plan to have him assassinated? Oh, I don't like that. Didn't know that at all. In 1949, an official boxing match was held between a man and a bear. The bear won with a mean right hand, and he actually won a belt. 
How about one more? Did you know in 1834, explorer David Douglas died during an exploration of Hawaii when he fell into an animal trap and was crushed by a bull and then f- that fell into the same trap? Oh, good heavens, I did not know that. Well, listen, check us out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see.